These are the sounds of a dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. A dinner now served thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. Donations are being accepted at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. You're listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Hello, hello. You are listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. It's great to um, be here today uh, where we get to strengthen and encourage and talk about um, topics, you know, that come up in our lives, in our society, the things that we're feeling to kind of just get um, just clarity and just assurance and, you know, in other words, we get to kind of talk, kind of like talk around the table or listen, you know. Once again, if you have any feedback, questions, comments, you can always email to nevergiveup777 at gmail.com, and we will definitely respond back or even come on the show and kind of talk about some of those topics. And so what always, what do you do, like, to keep from giving up and, um, just man, not getting getting frustrated, saying forget it, forget it, because I just want to know that sometimes there are incidents that can come up in your life that you thought you had overcome or you thought that you could um, handle, um, and they come up and they they present themselves and it can leave you feeling like forget it. I, I want to talk to the forget it. I want to talk to those people who are just so frustrated. Where they're saying, you know, it just doesn't matter, forget it. I'm not even going to try. I'm not going to do this anymore. And I just kind of wanted to bring out kind of a, a sample. I don't know how it's going to go. I always sometimes start talking. I'm not sure how we'll get deviated or how we'll shift. But I want you to know I trust the Lord and I trust the Holy Spirit. So I'm, I'm just going to just go for it. And there was a scripture that kind of just excited me. And it was kind of like, how did Jesus handle things, you know? Because Jesus came in human flesh, human form, you know, and he was tempted with the same things that we were tempted, but his responses were different. You know, sometimes we're tempted with things and our responses are fleshly or um, self-sabotaging, self-loathing, you know, but how do we respond like Jesus? And so I want to read a portion of scripture that kind of walks us through how Jesus handled situations, you know, and um, and maybe it'll help us because that's all we want. We want tools that will be able to help us to overcome difficult situations, right? And so my, my scripture is coming from Luke 4, and I'm going to just start to read it, you know, and it says, and Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being 40 days tempted of the devil. I don't know about you, but, I mean, 
I haven't been tempted like 40 days. But the temptations that come across or the things that come across, wow, are intense. So I can't imagine being bombarded 40 days straight. So he was tempted of the devil for 40 days. And in those days, he didn't eat anything. When they were ended, he, he afterward hungered. So he was tempted 40 days. He didn't eat, kind of was on a fast, you know. Um, and of course, after the fast, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, tell this stone to become bread. But Jesus answered him, it is written that man must not live on bread alone. So, hey, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten yet. Been fasting, been bombarded by the enemy for 40 days. And now the devil comes and he's saying, like, if you are, you know, and I just want you to know the enemy comes at you and me like that, too. He's like, OK, if you're who you say you are, if you're a speaker, if you're a mother, if you are, and he's always temp- tempting us, calling us out like, who, who are you? Like, you, what? You want to be a singer? You know, if you're a singer and Jesus responded and answered and said, look, you know, man is does not live on bread alone. So he took him up. Now he's testing him again. Right. Um, In the King James Version, let me go back a minute. It says that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Right. So the enemy was tempting Jesus to say, hey, if you're who you say you are, then do this or command this stone, you know, to turn into bread. Like, really? So Jesus, you know, spoke to him very simply and said, you know, look. Man doesn't just live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Right. Wow. And then the devil, the Bible says, so he took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, I will give you their splendor and all this authority because it has been given over to me and I can give it to anyone I want if you then will worship me All will be yours. What is he offering? He is offering him, wow. He said, I'll I'll give you all of this authority, all of this splendor, all of this authority, right? But you have to bow down and worship me. What did Jesus say? And Jesus answered him, it is written, worship the Lord your God. And serve him only. Are there things coming up in your life that are trying for you to, trying to get you to renounce the things of God, trying to get you to, to, to worship those idols, those things, those people more than God? Like wanting you to trade. If you, you want fame, I'll give you fame, right? You're trying to struggle to be a singer, rapper, writer you know, uh, anthropologists, anything. And, and the trade-off is I'll give you that and all the authority that goes with that, but you got to worship me. 
Wow. But Jesus knew the word. He knew who he was. And that's another thing what makes us give up is when we don't really know who we are or what we've been called to do. Very, 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 very important fact. You've got to know who you are. You have to know what God has called you to do. You have to put yourself in places and positions so that you, hallelujah, can know the will of God for your life. That's such a journey. That's part of the process. Knowing what the will of God is for your life. Is that over? No. He then took him up. He said, so he, verse 9, and he brought him to Jerusalem, had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written that he will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you. And they will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. And Jesus' response was, and Jesus answered him, It is said, Do not test the Lord your God. After the devil had finished every temptation, he departed from him for a time. Wow. Here's another. He's like, Look. <laughs> He's, he, he took him to the the top of the temple and said, look, if you are, once again, challenging his kingship, his lordship, if you are the son of God, then do this. Throw yourself down from here, you know? For it is written that he will give his angels. Nothing's going to happen to you. He's going to give, he gave his angels charge over you, right? To protect you. But why would you want to do something to tempt God, right? Why would you risk doing that, right? And Jesus said, but look, don't test the Lord your God. Like, I don't have to prove to you anything. Are you going through life trying to prove things to people, prove things to your family, prove things to your friends, prove that you're this, prove that you're worthy, prove that you know, um, I, I, I wanna, I'm trying to, to get this done or accomplished. <laughs> you know, you, we don't ha- you don't have anything that you have to prove. You don't have to second guess yourself. You gotta, what we do have to do or we get to do, we get to trust the process. We get to trust God. And he told us, he's in Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. He said, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. And lean not to thy own understanding. But in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct thy path. He's asking for our trust. He's asking us to not, not to, be, to, to give ourselves over to being tested and tempted of the enemy, right? The enemy came and, and, and said to him, hey, if you're the son of God, right, turn this stone into bread. 
Why don't you commit, you know, create a miracle just to prove yourself? But Jesus didn't have to prove himself, right? He said, it is written. Each time the enemy came at him, he said, it is written. And he, he said, and he, he quoted, he, he quoted what, what the, he heard the father saying to him. He quoted the word of God. He said, you know, man must not live on bread alone, but by every word of God. He, he said, listen, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. He said that do not test the Lord your God. There's a decision that we have to make to, to trust God. That is not an easy thing to do. From the sense we were children, we grew up trying to make people, one, understand who we are, to make them accept us, or we want to be accepted so bad. We don't want to feel rejection. We don't like to feel that we're not included in the group. But sometimes being included in the group, especially if it's not the right group, it can destroy you. It can, and it can destroy you. You're trying to fit into spaces and places that God did not design for you. Some of you are taking shortcuts because you think that there is a faster way to get success and to get popularity or fame, right? But when Jesus, he said, I only came to do the will of my Father. I only came to do what God created me to do. And so... In this, in this sense, we must put aside our fears. The Lord said, I didn't give you a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. I, I, didn't, I didn't give you um, the, 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 to run away, right? He didn't, he didn't want us to, to run and be afraid of situations. He wanted us to include him in situations. He wanted us to trust him. He wanted us to be able to say, okay, God, I need your help. I don't see this. He wants us to come to him, be transparent before him. Lord, show us. I don't know exactly how to do it. All I do know is you put this on my heart to do. You put this on my heart to encourage people you put this music in my heart that I could sing and set people free. In our course of time, whether it be in a day, a week, or spanned, we have to remember that there's challenges, there are risks, there are opportunities for failures and calamities, but we have to be strong. Amen? The Bible says that we have to be of good cheer, for he has overcome the world. He's over. He's made a way out of no way. And I know that sometimes we're in process. Sometimes we have to wait. But he said, those that wait upon the Lord, he will renew their strength. And they will mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. That God can get you to a place where you are not fainting, where you are not in fear 
where you are trusting the process. You are trusting him. You are not trying to hide behind idols. You're not trying to hide behind the world's systems. You're not trying to do it in, in, in a worldly way or fashion, but you are waiting and trusting God, that you are believing that he can make your steps sure, that you are believing that he not only will author it, but he will also finish it, that he who begun a work in you, he is faithful to complete it. That's when you've got to stand up and rise up and you begin to say, God, give me clarity. Begin to give me every detail to this situation. Help me to understand fully what it is that, you, um, that you're trying to get out of my life. And know this, know that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He's going to come to tempt you. He's going to come to try to throw you off course. He's going to come to try to frustrate you and to cause you to want to say, that's it. I can't take it anymore and give up. Hence is why we are here, that you are not to give up, that giving up is not an option when you are a child of God, that you begin to press towards the mark of the high calling. You must begin to look to the hills for which cometh your help, for your help comes from the Lord. Answers will come. He will cause you to get up. He said, all that you have to do is trust me and acknowledge me. He will make your steps sure. Lean not to your own understanding. Lean not to the way you think it should happen because it may not come that way. It may not look that way. I heard somebody said that God may not come when you want him to, but he will be there on time. He will pick you up. You may feel like it's your own footprint in the stand. You may begin to feel like you're the only one in the room. He, you may begin to feel like you're the only one in the situation because the enemy is an isolator. He wants to isolate you in order to destroy and to defeat you. But I am reminded but that right after that sentence, he said, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But he didn't stop that. He said, but I am come that you may have life, that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So I am saying that you will rise up right now in your calamity when things seem to be going at their worst that you'll get up and you'll begin to speak. I have and will have life more abundantly. God will make a way out of no way. I am more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am more than a conqueror. And greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. We are a people who are, we're not alone. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. I'm speaking to somebody today who feels like they're alone. They, they might have moved away from the voice of God and they don't hear it anymore. Or it's clear or it sounds that it's from a distance. <clears throat> we get the concept that when you move further away from a person, all of a sudden you don't hear their voice as loud. Amen. And what do you do? You start moving back towards the person, towards the sound of the voice until you can hear it again. Some of you have to turn around and go back. Some of you are going to have to go back to your first love. Some of you have to go back and ask God again, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? My favorite scripture is that, you know, that we'll be like a tree planted, planted 
by the rivers of water. I mean, I don't want to be planted in a desert. I want to be planted by a river where the water is flourishing and, and, and the, the nutrients are getting into the roots and, and I'm bearing fruit. You know, I want to be planted by the river. The Bible says that the, the voice of the Lord is like many rivers. There's power in the river. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so we have to get back to that place where we believe that we are planted by the rivers of water and that we will bring forth fruit. I, you got to see the fruit. It might be a song. It might be the book. It might be, it, it, it might be the degree. It might be the diploma. It might be relationship. <laughs> but we'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. We will bring forth its fruit in its season. Our leaves shall not wither. Our leaves shall not wither. And whatever we touch, it will prosper. See, we were created to be light. Just like a lamp is light when you turn it on. And if the light doesn't come on the lamp, we got to troubleshoot it. It's either a light bulb. I'd try to first try a light bulb. And we put the light bulb in. And the light still didn't come on. So then I looked to see, is it plugged in? And as soon as I plugged that lamp into the socket, the power went through the cord and the light bulb came on. That you may say, well, you know, Rochelle, I'm not a light bulb. I'm not a lamp. But I have to say that he created us to be light. And I don't know about you, but when light is turned on, darkness flees. Darkness goes. And so you have to remain plugged in, plugged into the things of God, plugged into your destiny, plugged into possibility, plugged into faith. Because see, without faith, it's impossible to please God. You might be trying to please God, but in your own strength. But God is saying, no, look, I need you to go down to the potter's house and I need you to get back on the wheel and I need to make you again another. I need to begin to reform you and reconstruct you. I need you to let go of some of the old ideologies that you were brought up with. I need you to let go of some of the negativity and the impossibility. I need you to know that when you go through dark situations that you are light and that if you would just let me use you, if you would just open your mouth and know that you've been brought with a price and that you, I want to use you to bring glory, to bring inspiration, to bring healing to this world that you are the mouthpiece that God wants to use, that you are the hands, that you are the feet. You, you, he's called you. Don't look around. Stop thinking it's your sister or your neighbor. Don't think it's your brother. Don't think it's your cousin or my uncle or my mother. No, he's calling you too. He's calling you. He loves you. He loves you with an everlasting love. He loved you enough to give his life on the cross for you. And so we can't give up. No matter how hopeless it feels, there is hope. Hallelujah. There is hope that there will be a better day. That God can uh, give me, hallelujah, he can give me the words. He can shift my direction. He can cause me to understand things that I may not understand now. He can remove the scales from my eyes. 
He can heal my mind and my pain. He can cause my heart to love again, to care again, to feel again that it's not over. If I have to say that for the rest of this time, it's not over. You, it's not over. Hmm? Maybe you had a, a bad childhood and now you have children. It's not over. You can, you can make a difference. You can love. You can show love. You can teach them the word. You can be transparent and open. Don't allow the television to do what only you can do. Don't, don't allow the teachers to do what only you would do to do. That God put that child in your life because only you could make that difference for that child. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't a mistake. He knew exactly what he was doing. He knew exactly who you are and where you are. And he knows exactly where he wants to take you. He knows exactly what he called you to be. Hallelujah. And guess what? You may not know how to get from here to there, but he will show you. He left you a comforter called the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is with you. He's going to guide you. The Holy Spirit is waiting on you to open your mouth. Open your mouth and say, God, here I am. Lord, help me now again. Come into my heart. Come into my life. I have sinned. I have walked away. I've done things in my own strength and in my own capacity and my own knowledge. I've, I've served other things and other people and other beings. I went through a form of godliness, God, but I, I denied you. I denied your power. Lord, I'm weak now, and I need your help. I need your guidance. I need your strength. I'm giving my life over to you. Sometimes we just need to have a conversation just like that, just that simple, and let God, hallelujah, come in and transform us and make the difference. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where do you find hopelessness in your life? That moment, that area right there, the first thing that came to your mind, we pray for God to heal it and to show you how to nurture it, to help you troubleshoot where you need Jesus in that area. Then you go to the word of God so that you can, when Satan comes, you can be like Jesus and say, it is written that he said that he will cause me to triumph. It is written. <laughs> Hallelujah. That man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Hallelujah. It is written that you should worship the Lord your God and serve him only. It is written that I shall not test the Lord my God. I just speak blessings upon you. Walk fearless. Walk powerful. Walk knowing who you are in Christ. And always remember that greatness is on the inside of you. This is Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. God bless. Hi, everyone. 
We're from the base in Roxbury. And you're listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston. Boston's community radio station. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.